Today's episode of Start Somewhere is called Out of the Pool, a tragedy by Aaron Steinmetz. Bill's turn has come. He stands on the platform and feels his toes curl around the outer edge of the platform. He glances to the right, sees his fellow swimmers standing ready to jump, to his left and sees the others, boys, girls, all high school swimmers ready to make their coaches proud. Shutting out the rest of the world, he takes a deep breath and focuses his mind on the swim ahead. He feels his toes clinch the edge of the platform, its coarse surface digging into the palms of his feet. He leans forward, ready to dive, his goggles strapped to his face, listening for the horn. That paired with your mild bosom development may indicate something called Kleinfelter syndrome. Bill dives in and is halfway across the pool when someone catches hold of his feet. When Bill realizes he's the only one in the water and they hadn't even fired the horn. Bill was freezing in the office and he likes it cold. But Bill's lack of comfort had little to do with the temperature. His pants were around his ankles and a doctor he'd never met before that day was probing in a rather unfortunate manner. She was polite, professional, but uncomfortably concerned with a portion of his body no other woman had seen. Ultimately, the physical didn't take long. She asked him to dress, but had a troubling line between her eyebrows. She left after a moment, and then returned with another doctor who was older and wrinkled with experience. I'd like you to stick around for a little while longer. There's something I'd like to check. What? Your testes are unusually small for your age. That's not good, is it? No. That, paired with your mild bosom development, may indicate something called Kleinfelter syndrome. Kleinfelter syndrome? It's nothing life-threatening. It's pretty rare, to be honest. I'd just like to rule it out. Men with Kleinfelter syndrome live perfectly normal lives. There's just one major symptom. What's that? I'm going to need a sample. A sample of what? Oh. It'll take a day or two to get the results. The next day, Bill was practicing in the A-lane for the first swim meet of the season, when Coach flagged him down and told him he'd be swimming the 400-yard freestyle the next day. No tricky butterfly swims or scissor kicks this time. Just the simple face-in-the-water, thrust-pull-push, thrust-pull-push style Bill could do in his sleep. 400 yards is 16 times across the pool, and Bill would need good, slow pacing to keep himself going throughout the whole swim. Bill's lackluster swimming over the previous month could be better used in a race that didn't depend on speed. At least according to a coach who didn't place much faith in Bill's ability to maintain pace. It didn't take a day or even two to get the results. Bill knew that night, right before the first swim of the season, he got the final word. Sterile. There was nothing in him. But Bill is 17. He doesn't care about biological reproduction. So what if he's firing blanks? He can adopt if he wants kids. Kleinfelter syndrome posed no major health problems, so the doctor signed him off and he decided to drown his problems in the high school swimming pool. So he's standing on that platform again, the only person in the long line of swimmers dripping wet. He's ignoring the sideways glances of his swimmers. He's avoiding the eyes of the audience as well. Sarah's watching him, always supportive, always the sister Bill always wanted. He didn't grow up with her, but even before Bill's mother married her father, she was his sister. She knows something is wrong. Bill has never jumped the horn before. They fire the horn, and Bill jumps with alarm as the other swimmers dive in. He clenches his teeth and dives in last, several seconds behind the others. The water feels cool across his face as he begins his first lap. He approaches the far end of the pool and can see the plastic card with the number 15 on it. One member of the team is holding a card for him, showing him the number of remaining laps to swim. 
The hand lifts the card out of the water as Bill flips over at the end of the pool to kick off in the opposite direction. Men with Kleinfelter syndrome live perfectly normal lives. He's swimming too fast. He has to pace himself. He has to slow down and conserve his energy, or he'll hit the wall and throw the race. He has to slow down. Bill's father ran out on him when he was five years old. His mother was pregnant with Tommy, and apparently his father couldn't handle the prospect of raising another child. Thirteen laps to go. Bill can barely remember him. He was hovering in the hallway after their fight had quieted. It was the silence that terrified him the most. It always preceded slamming doors and revving engines. Bill's mother was crying. Bill's father didn't take anything with him when he left. Several times, when Tommy was growing up, he would, in some mistaken placement of authority, accidentally call Bill Daddy. Right hand thrust forward, kick continuously, pull right hand to stomach and thrust with left hand. Turn head up and inhale, turn head down and exhale quickly through the mouth while thrusting forward with right hand. Your testes are unusually small for your age. Right hand thrust, kick, pull, right hand thrust, inhale, exhale, left hand, pull, thrust, nine laps to go and Bill's shoulders are burning. He grew up under the guidance of a mother who had to be a father to a fatherless son who was also the father to his brother. As Bill continues through his eighth lap, he shuts his eyes and forces himself through the icy water. Right hand thrust, kick, pull, push, thrust, pull, push, thrust, pull, push, pull, push, pull. Bill's mother stayed single until he was 16 when she met Sarah's father. Sarah never knew her mother and was raised by a mechanic father. Bill's mother had to teach her how to apply makeup. Five laps left. Right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. Breathe. Bill glances beside him and watches a fellow swimmer disappear behind him. The night after his physical, Bill was washing the dishes with Sarah when his younger brother needed help with his grade school arithmetic. After drying his hands, he sat at the dinner table and started walking him through the basics of fractions, and Sarah had to sit down on the other side of Tommy to correct Bill's mistakes. Sarah told him he should stick to his storytelling and not confuse the boy with bad math. Bill told her to silence her wicked words and bring him his mead. Sarah smacked Bill in the back of the head, deftly reaching around Tommy, who was giggling despite himself. Bill returned to the dishes and watched Sarah and Tommy in the reflection of the window. Sarah was leaning on her elbow, explaining the relation of fractions to decimals, and Tommy was sitting with his right foot leaning against its ankle, and he was tapping it up and down in the same way Bill does when he's thinking hard on something he doesn't understand. Men with Kleinfelter syndrome live perfectly normal lives. There's just one major symptom. Bill once said he hated kids, swore he would never have any. Once another time. When Bill sees the card that displays only one lap remaining, he's genuinely, wholeheartedly surprised. His first thought is simply that the card is wrong, that the person at the other end of the pool must have grabbed the wrong one, that they're out of order or something. But when Bill reaches the end of the pool and feels the grappling hands of several of his teammates pulling him out of the pool, he suddenly realizes he has finished the race before any other swimmer. Bill sets a record that day, a record no one will beat during the rest of the season. For one afternoon, he's the hero. He may have no strength to stand, and his arms may hang limp with no strength at all, but no one notices as they heave him in the air. They carry him on their shoulders and pat him on the back. They snap photos and wave their arms for their long-time record finally broken. They dance and cheer, and they think Bill's tears are for them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Start Somewhere. Expect the next episode at your own risk. For more information on Start Somewhere, head over to startsomewhere.net. For more information on Aaron Steinmetz, head over to aaronsteinmetz.com. As always, if you can't spell it, Google it.